When wandering a state forest, there are quite a few things you'd expect to find. Ponds, wildlife, trails. A cemetery may not be at the top of your list, but in the Morgan Monroe State Forest, you'll find it's a hot spot for visitors. At the end of the dirt trail, you come face to face with a large clearing, several headstones scattered throughout. One memorial in particular stands out to you, not because of an ornate monument or towering structure, but the multitude of children's toys. Upon further inspection, buried under the stuffed animals and toy trucks, you can make out the inscription, Baby Lester. You scowl at the graffiti left atop the grave. Reaching to wipe it off, you pause. It wasn't just graffiti. It was a pentagram. You quickly stand and glance around the clearing. The sound of snarling and barking can be heard off in the distance and seems to be getting closer. From the other direction, screams, moans, and maniacal laughter. Not waiting to see if it was some teenagers playing a prank or something more threatening, you begin to head back down to the trail. Just as you reach the trail's head, you jump back with a yelp as a snake slithers across the path. You watch as the snake stops and appears to turn in your direction. Your eyes widen in disbelief, and you take a few more steps back. With one last step, you feel yourself bump into a figure. Skin pricking with icy chills, you turn to face a woman veiled in black, with hollow eyes, her mouth frozen open in a permanent shriek. Go ahead, take a drink. Let's just turn this whole thing into... <laughs> I'm so mad at you. You gotta crunch that ice, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait. Oh, it melted. It melted. Oh, man. How hot is your mouth? <laughs> Ooh. Oh nice crack. Hello. You are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. My voice sounds weird today. I tried very hard, okay. but... Well, the way you said two. Two. Two? Oh, two. it's just everything's bad. I feel like a little nasally. I don't know. Maybe it's the stress because I'm just <sighs> sitting here recording this while my basement floods below me. Like, <laughs> y'all are supposed to be new home for recording is... Uh, just falling to pieces Going from the bottom under, up. Like the Titanic. Yeah, quite literally. It Don't be a homeowner. Don't buy a home. Don't do it. <laughs> Honestly, it's not that bad. Mortgage is half of what my rent used to be. But like, I'm trying so hard to have fancy, nice things here. And I just, we're really having to start from the ground up, aren't we? This yeah. is getting wild. I'm sick of, oh gosh, the, so much water in the basement right now. And there's literally nothing I can do. The stress is wild, and that's why I'm going to say I'm all nasally sounding. I don't know. I've been having, I feel like I've been having stress dreams lately. About what? Not weird things. So not any, like, there's nothing in particular that I can remember off the top of my head. But for some reason in particular, for like two weeks now, I wake up like sweaty and panicky. And mm. I either feel sad, anxious, scared. Like, it's always really intense emotions. And I don't know. I feel like stress can have an effect on your dreams. I feel like I've heard yeah. that. I, 
that has to be what's happening because I've had high anxiety dreams every night for the past week. You know, John was for a while, too. And anytime I ask it, like every once in a while, because I tell him about my dreams almost every day when I wake up, if I can remember them. (laughs) Me and Maddie do the same thing. Well, one day I asked him, like, why don't you ever tell me about your dreams? And he's like, I don't know the last time I had a dream. I said, what? Right. Like not even like a falling dream, anything, even if it's stereotypical. And he said, no, not really. And then all of a sudden, over like the last month, he was having dreams every night, but they were not not dreams. He was having like nightmares. Mm-hmm. I told you about the one where they yeah. said it was going to bite his ear off. I'm sorry, John, if you're listening, because he was really freaked out by that one. Straight up, Maddie had an, one of those dreams also, and she did bite my ear off. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. wait, Maddie bit your ear off in mm-hmm. her dream? Mouthful of blood, everything. Oh. If I remember right. God, gee. Yeah, that, that was a while that ago. Mean? But yeah, I feel like I did the same thing where I felt like I wasn't having dreams for a while because she told me that when it was so intense. I was like, I don't think I dreamt about anything and I didn't for a while. Uh-huh. And now for just a couple weeks now, it's getting really old. It's always something really random, but it just feels very high stakes, very anxious. Like, mm. I don't like it. No, thankfully I'm back to mundane. Oh, no, I'm stressed. <laughs> I thought I was breaking free of the bonds of two jobs, but here I am. I know that has to do with the stress. Yeah, <laughs> I know it has to do with the stress. I still, I think I have found more free time to do things, but I fortunately slash unfortunately am still in my second job. We're going to see if we can make it work, but I am mm. slowly <laughs> mentally falling apart. And I told them that I really had the it's not you, it's me talk and told that they're like, what's wrong? Like, what are we, what can, what we, can do? we do? I was do? like, my mental health is waning fast. That's literally <laughs> what I told them. I was like, I need a break. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if they hold up their end of the deal. We'll find out. And the air kicked on because, like, that's just one more thing that needs to mess with my recording right now. It's okay. Let's just wait for the power to go off. Please don't. Oh, my God, please. I'm asking whoever out there. Okay. Well, before the power goes out, let's get to it. So, today, we are discussing, we went to Martinsville, Indiana. Yes, to the Step Cemetery. Now... This is an interesting place because, like, you hear cemetery, you hear haunted places. I feel like your first thought isn't, let's hop on the trails of the old national park, do some sightseeing, by the way, here's some ghosts. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's what you're gonna get. Yeah, Step Cemetery is in the middle of a national park. Yeah. I... honestly on our way there we passed it because i was like oh there's a park and then my gps was like turn around ho i was like to be fair we'll get to this in the the background but there's actually a park in the cemetery oh there isn't a cemetery in the park it's the other way around okay well there better was there a swing set in that cemetery no no okay well then it's not a very good park no Well, I'll explain. Okay. Well, okay. So we're, t- we're back at a cemetery. Here's a th- We do a lot of cemeteries, but like we've said before, is it really any surprise that there's a lot of spiritual activity in cemeteries? No. It's full we of dead people. We don't think so. No. It's full of dead people. Yeah. We have a drink, as we always do. We do. And since Megan chose this week, I think you can take a wild guess as to what we're drinking. <laughs> it's mine. Yes, it is. And <laughs> that's, that's okay. I don't. I feel like beer would sit too heavy, so I need like just just a and nice. And it's time for a wine anyway. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so this week we're drinking a Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. This is called Little Black Dress. 
Okay. And we'll I like the simplicity of the labeling here. LBD. Okay. It's also a cool $9.99. So, oh hey, gosh, right. I was in looking the at sweet one spot. bottle. I'll be honest. I was looking at one bottle. I said, oh, this one or this one. And I saw the $20 sticker. I said, oh, <laughs> no. Your butthole puckered. And you I were went like, no, to no. this one. So, the description on this says, and the description has nothing to do with the story. It's all about little black dress. Just leave it at, well, black dress. Let's just even stop. Take the little off. Okay. Maybe some of us can't wear little dresses. That's really unfair. It's not. Yeah. 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 So this comes from the actual, uh, the description on the bottle. It looks like it comes from the winemaker themselves, Margaret Leonardi. And it says, for those who believe that confidence turns heads, sophistication is the rule and a good bottle of wine is the best accessory. Little black dress Pinot Noir is always the perfect fit. Pairing complex layers of cherry and clove with soft floral notes, hints of strawberry jam and pomegranate, and a seductive finish. Great taste goes with everything. I suppose so. I'm a little nervous about the clove note. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little scarred because one year I decided to make mold wine for Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Very cool. You take an orange and you like shove little star anus and cloves in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> star anise uh-huh. in it and the cloves. And then as we're waiting for it to do its like warm wine thing, we're like, oh, let's take a hike. Let's go for a walk or whatever. Did that, came back, super forgot about, you're supposed to take the cloves and the star anise out Mm -hmm. so it doesn't just permeate the entire thing. But I forgot to take them out. So it did in fact permeate the entire thing. And I'm ready to drink like warm, red, spiced wine. Sounds very good on a cold winter's eve. Mm Mm-hmm. It tasted like straight black licorice. I oh, almost God. died. Nope. It was terrible. I hated it so much. Now <sighs> I like so am mad. so nervous about. Cl- I don't close. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, go on. We'll see. We'll see. So I did chill it a little bit. They suggest that it should be slightly chilled. Okay. And I have prepped the bottle. Yeah, we th- we had some forethought this time. So let's pop it. Okay. Three, two. One. Wow. Wow, wow, good. wow. I like that. You're sniffing the cork. Maybe that's like a fancy thing to do. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and actually, before we get into our drink, we're going to do the right thing because it <sighs> says to let it breathe. But we have something to discuss. We have a couple of pinpoints <laughs> While we to let get it to. breathe, we're going to, we're going to clear the air yeah we're not going to jump right into the story or the background yet we're going to let this aerate a little bit and a couple couple things we have to cover number one we we do need to make an i don't know a psa i guess yeah is what i would call it so do the last episode there's a couple things we messed up with the last episode i don't know where our head was at but <laughs> we were just ready to get it over and done. i have no idea because i liked the episode i don't know why we just went on autopilot right right so the psa and this you guys don't even know this was totally in the background but we had a misstep on our part it was brought to our attention that we weren't explicit in what our intention was with the jail and we 100% own that and it has been the air has been cleared there's there's no problems now but we did want to tell you guys if you are going to visit somewhere that's supposedly haunted and you want to do an investigation please 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 
be explicit in your intention and what you're going to do. Don't try to hide what you're there for. Honesty is the best policy. Uh, Just yeah, I feel ignore. like I have to. I feel like I ignore what I've been saying up until this point, which is better to ask forgiveness than permission. Forget I ever said that. Yes, I, I'm that so was sorry. <laughs> a hard lesson to learn on our part. Kind of embarrassing, but it's everything's taken yeah, care of. All now. is well. Everything's cool. We even got a little donation out of it. So, like, that's cool. Yes. But we just, without going into too much detail, if you're going to visit a place, if it's especially somewhere where you have to interact with other people, not like a cemetery, I mean, an actual building, brick and mortar place you're going to go visit, please let them know what you're there for and make sure that what you're doing is okay. Yes. Okay. It usually probably is. They just really need to know. <laughs> yeah. You need to be specific in what you're doing. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's number one. That was the first thing. So now that that's <laughs> out, that goes for any place, any place. The second thing is specific to the jail. <sighs> and that's because we missed one of, we've been doing it since day one. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do it last episode, and, and I, I am you know, so shocked. I'm shocked and disappointed in us. I'm disappointed in you guys. No one called us out on it. No. Maybe they did. Here's the thing. Y'all, I'm so backed up with reaching out, reaching back out to people, texts, emails, messages, whatever. Apologies. I'll get to it. So maybe you did tell us that we're dumb, and I just haven't <laughs> seen it yet. So apologies. I'll get there. Maybe I'll, like, dedicate tomorrow to just mass producing messages back i don't know maybe not it already sounds really daunting okay <laughs> we did not rate the rotary jail i can't <laughs> i don't know how that happened no we skipped to like oh that that's it that's the end anyway thanks bye, okay, like, bye. that was no that is not the end i i don't even know how many episodes in we are and we forgot yeah. So we're actually going to start this episode by rating the last episode. Which it's still, I mean, I would say fresh in our mind. I don't know. It, it's still in fresh. there. It's all in there. So the first thing we're, let's see if we can even remember how to rate this thing. Oh my gosh. The, the first thing we rated on is believe, no, hello. Historical accuracy. See, here we go. <sighs> it's, I think I know why now. Because we went for the tangent yeah then the listener episode it's been it was three weeks by the time we recorded our usual we were really off track yeah yeah so the first thing we are going to rate the rotary jail on last <laughs> week's episode is historical accuracy yeah i, I mean okay it's so weird to do this yes. now i don't know how we okay i don't know how we miss this three two one five, five. yeah it, it's a jail because even not just the horrific things that happen there but what they say specifically haunts the jail which is john coffee yes. was his name the thrice hanged ghost i think he may have been there i mean if he was an angry spirit and was actually trying to cause harm and actually did cause a little bit of harm to maddie yeah whoops. maybe that was him so they say it's haunted and i think that what we what we got ver like in the evp and physically i think matches the story yeah no it's pretty i mean it's it is what it is pretty straightforward cool okay next thing is the scare, scare level. level yes okay <laughs> oh, man. at least see we're like prepping ourselves for the end of this episode so this is good this is good scare level yeah, this one's kind of weird. Yeah, I got. 
I so I've got mine, I think. I do too. I'm just gonna go with my gut. Three, two, one, Three. one. Hello. It wasn't scary in the moment at all. No. Honestly, I mean, visiting it was cool, but not scary. You know, I think it was the evidence The realization we got after. that we had at the end, mm-hmm. probably. And really, I should, if anybody's going to be scared here, it should be Maddie. Yeah, because she I didn't think like, if, we told her later, she's like, I don't like that. <laughs> if you want to go back to the last episode, and if you're donating on Patreon, and you can donate anytime and get access to anything we've posted to this point, you can listen to our EVPs where there's actually one that I would say is malicious because it's when Maddie gets hurt and we said, did you hurt her? Mm-hmm. And then you hear somebody say, yeah, and, and then laugh. laugh. And it was none of us. And that's really scary to think about. Right. That's an intelligent them, spirit. Them hurting her and responding to the question and later it's seemingly mocking her. Like, it's mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, I was between one and two. I don't know if I want to go all the way up to a three. I would say a two. Yeah, that's true. I mean, three might have been high. I think I went three just because I don't remember how I felt in the moment. It was a cool realization, but I still wasn't necessarily scared. Again, I wasn't the one getting punched in the teeth by ghosts. So Yeah. Well, if I was, I'd give it a three. (laughs) Or four or five. But I'm I'm gonna say two. Okay. All right. So next is the believability. Yes. I you know, I got mine. Okay. I'm, I had a gut reaction, but I changed it at the split second. Okay. Okay. Are you good? Yeah. Three, two, one, five. Four. I, you I, know, gut reaction was four, and then I was like, you know what? Heck it. Up to a five. I mean, with the EVPs, yes, it, the, it, it could have been us if we wanted to really really break it down but i don't i don't know how no because like we said we dig and dig and dig through these evps and try to find ways that it could be us to attempt to debunk it if we can because we don't want to seem silly like someone sneezed in the background like did you hear that ghost yeah so i don't know but then the physical aspect of it the nauseous feeling we -hmm. all had yeah i don't know i I don't know what's stopping me from giving it a five, I guess. That was kind of my thought. As I said, four, and I'm like, given all the information that we had in the history that was tied to it and what we experienced, it all lines up to me. Mm -hmm. And I would expect jeering and douchebaggery in a a jail. They they didn't want to be there anyway. Like, these are hooligans. And if they didn't put women in those cells with the the men that could also be a trigger for the spirits to yeah, see. Yeah, like jeering and Yeah. Like, ooh, ladies. Like ladies in quotes because what is gender anymore? It's yeah, stupid. that's I know I was kinda like lady presenting. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. So. Then the last thing would be the overall. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one, five. Four. <gasps> Hello. We couldn't do Why? it. We really kind of messed this one up. No, I. the history behind it's really cool. Yeah. To visit it is really cool. Again, please say why you're there. If you're going to investigate, if you're going to just walk around and tour, that's 100% okay. If you want to investigate, tell them you want to investigate. Permission, not forgiveness. <laughs> so I would, I mean... I would go anyway, even though it's not necessarily scary. I still give it a, an overall rating of like... Right. No, I really enjoyed it. I'm just taking into account. I know we've 
nitpicked and split hairs on this before. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, because to me it wasn't overly scary, if you're looking for like a scary haunted place, this isn't it. You're looking for a haunted place with a lot of history and background, this is it. It's just not that scary. So that's why I'm like, is it quite perfect? Do you have to be scared in order to have a great experience? No, but I like the thrill of it. I like the, not anticipation, but the adrenaline to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I give it a four. That's I want to be scared. Scare me. It. Okay. Well, the- I'll see what I can do. Taxes are due. <gasps> <laughs> At this point, y'all should be done with your taxes, actually. They, they By the time you're hearing this, if you haven't over. done your taxes, we hate to break it to you. Yank, you're they're coming for you. Yes, it's too late. So now we have to get into the next, (laughs) the next topic, because that was for last episode again. Oh yeah. So we can pour our drink now. Oh yeah, because it's been it's been a little bit. It says ideally that you should probably breathe a Pinot Noir for twenty to thirty minutes, but we don't have that kind of time. We are ladies, quote unquote, on the go. Like we we have things to do. Sorry, not sorry. I'm also thirsty. That was kind of my thought when you were like, <laughs> oh, we need to let it breathe. I was like, ah. Yeah. Nice. Healthy serving. <laughs> <laughs> this one has a nice red color to it, a deep red. Before, yeah. I know we said like that grape juicy kind of color. This one is more on the red side. Definitely spicy. I smell the spice. I smell the... Almost I, like it a almost woodsy. Smells dry. <laughs> a woodsy, almost oaky kind of. Yes. And did it say how it was aged? Like in what kind of barrels, steel or oak or anything like that? Does not say. That's okay. To me, this is probably steel. I don't know. I feel like if it were in wood barrels or even some type of soaked barrel, it would tell you. If it's just a standard barrel, you're probably not going to be told. Okay. So I took a drink. Go ahead. I'm realizing as we're drinking this, because I don't have fancy wine glasses, we messed up. And really, with reds, you should drink reds with a stem. So that... No, apologies. I think reds. I have it backwards. Whites, you want to... I guess maybe either way. Especially since this is better served chill. Wine glasses have stems for purposes, which is you don't want to hold it like a toddler trying to not spill your juice because you're going to heat up the drink faster and kind of ruin the whole integrity of the drink. So the stems are for, you hold the stem so you don't heat up your drink. It's it's science, right. it's whatever. Magic. Magic, yes. This but is it's a very, pretty subtle. It is very subtle, very smooth. It's It's almost like drinking spicy water. That sounds terrible. There's flavor to it, but it hits very quietly mm-hmm. and it sneaks up on you yes it hits like water as far as like the intensity goes and then it builds at the end and goes to the back of your tongue the back of your throat in a nice silky smooth yet not overbearing dry smokiness i don't know i don't know i almost get like a peppery kind of I, you know i'm just all over the place i went to go smell the wine again but i wanted to say something so i just went like a cat that smelled another cat's butt and sniffed the microphone on accident <laughs> you know exactly what i'm talking about when they do the little half open mouth thing that's what i just did to the microphone i'm so sorry yep so i think if that covers it on the wine i say this is a good wine i like yeah, no th- this is good i like this wine it is it's just smooth. It's overall good wine and 10 bucks. Shoot. Go get it. Little black dress. California wine, too. Mm-hmm. This is a 2018. So Lots of 2018s lately, but that's okay. fine. 
Not bad. Good year. Must have been. Well, actually, uh, 2018 was trash, but anyway, go on. <laughs> Aren't they all? Yeah, this, you know, 2021 is shaping up to be, like, not so bad. Yeah, is it just on par, though, with 2020? Like, it's not getting better, it's just we're getting used to the crap show. I mean, I can be cheesy and lame. I, Maddie's here now, so, like, that's that's a pretty good plus. Oh. I know. Oh, thanks. Oh. She Gross. won't listen to so. this. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get into the history of Step Cemetery, and that's not with Rotary Jail in. No, this in. is in. I keep saying in because of the old the jail. jail, the old jail in. It's I the wanted... Rotary Jail Cemetery. Gosh, no. <laughs> what year is it, guys? I haven't had a single drink tonight. The Rotary Jail Museum. I'm gonna shut my mouth now, and mm-hmm. I have like oh I don't know twenty five thirty minutes to get my life together. Oh, I will try to keep it into 30 minutes because I'm the first thing I want to say. I've never this is one of the first times, if not the first time that I can think of that I've come across a location that I had to pick and choose what I was going to tell you, because if I covered everything, I would have our entire hour segment. Most likely. I mean, go for it. I'm I'm ready to relax. I am very stressed, like I said. OK, <laughs> deep breath. <sighs> yes. <sighs> okay. We are covering Step Cemetery, Kelsey. In museum. No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Don't speak for the next 30 minutes. You got it. Bye. Okay. Step Cemetery. Huh? Okay. Is- Sorry. <laughs> I found several websites that covered the cemetery, and all of them had a little something to say that the other one didn't or maybe they expanded on something that one touched on but didn't get too deep into a nice surprise one thing i did notice right out the gate is the first time i heard about step cemetery i read that it was a very small cemetery Mm -hmm. which relatively yes it is yes it what i read said it was maybe 25 graves Mm mm-hmm looking online including findagrave.com which is one i've actually used before to get some numbers and things like that right it's anywhere from 25 to 117 graves. yes uh-huh give or take yes close i would say there's more than 25 just based off of the when we went out there I don't think I don't there's think 117. I would hesitate to say there's more than 50. Honestly. And you know what? 117 came from findagrave.com. That is that kind of sucks because I feel like that's a pretty that's a pretty credible source. And are they mm-hmm. taking into account multiple names? That were there family plots like there's this many bodies buried out there but there's yes. like five per grave. Yeah, that's kind of my thought is if they're going off of actual names as opposed to headstones. This first website that I got information from is astonishinglegends.com. That sounds overblown, but go on. (laughs) It's a decent website, and it had good information. This website, it's a decent website, the way it's put together. It looks good. It's eye-catching. But they did what everybody does and i can't stand it can't yes other this is the only thing that was comic like, sans no 
this it's a phrase they used and i can't stand it and other than this if they would have not said this i would have really liked this i would have given it a 10 out of 10 yeah but they said and i i cut some here but quote i'll be explain this is someone's like blog they talk in first person mm-hmm. quote i'll be exploring one of the most haunted cemeteries in america step cemetery located in indiana okay Uh, home of the world's best chili best cup of coffee exactly world's best the most haunted cemetery in america number one dad like you don't know these things get god i told you almost didn't keep reading but i said there's too much here i'm gonna i'm gonna just push my way through and see what i can find and thankfully overblown thankfully i did find some good stuff okay all right go on they said the graveyard is over 100 years old and the oldest gravestone dates back to 1851 this and this was conclusive across several websites yes it belongs to isaac hartstock who was a veteran of the war of 1812 wow and he died in 1815 rip it is located in Martinsville, a small town located near Bloomingdale. I didn't realize Bloomingdale was bigger than Martinsville. <laughs> I mean, Martins, Martinsville is kind of hicky. <laughs> yeah. I've never been, so it was to just kind of... To me, it's pretty <laughs> rural. I, the more I think about it, the more it's, it's a pretty rural town. Mm-hmm. Well, they said today it is largely, the cemetery is largely only accessible by foot and is deep within a forest. This is true. It was already a rural cemetery when it was still active, but in 1929, the land the cemetery sits on became part of the Morgan Monroe State Forest. So that's why I said, there's a forest in my cemetery instead of there's a cemetery in my forest. That's odd, and it would be weird to relocate all of those bodies, so they're just like, I know this is here, but can we like... It's such a pretty area. So, yes, there's a forest in the cemetery. Many of the stories regarding Step Cemetery didn't occur when the cemetery was actually used, but rather in the 1950s through the 1970s is when the stories started popping up. It seems like a usual time for that to happen. Well, by the 1950s, the Step Cemetery had been forgotten as a cemetery at all and became a local clearing in the forest where teenagers would go to hang out. I could see that. Yeah, definitely. As Step received more and more living visitors, the stories surrounding this strange piece of land ballooned. So when you say it's haunted and then none of the stories pop up until like a 70, 80 years later, and I don't know, you can't say it's the most haunted when the stories seemingly came out of nowhere. Right, you literally put this information in the same breath as, I mean, it's a very well, long breath, but in the same breath the as The way most they haunted. open... This article versus the way they end it is that's the kicker. That's what gets me. And I was like, see your first sentence, but right. whatever. One of the most popular ghosts that are said to haunt the Step Cemetery is that of a woman in black. Uh, oh, there it is. I, I had no idea dress. what little black dress was referring there to. There we go. A young woman dressed all in black can sometimes be glimpsed. Which I kind of like. Sorry, I like made a face because I'm like, I had this moment of. Me and Maddie have talked about how it's so silly that every time people talk about a ghost that you see, like an old-timey ghost, they're like, they're in an all-white dress. They're in a white hospital gown. Like, everything's all white, little kids. Pristine. Yeah. yeah. 
old ladies, in, inmates, patients, things like that. They're like, they're in white. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's a really nice change of pace that we're on the opposite end of the spectrum to black. But I feel like it's also convenient because it is like pitch black out there. So to see something white would be really stark. So they're like, uh, uh black. Navy blue. Yes. <laughs> so... I said, a woman dressed all in black can sometimes be glimpsed sitting on a nearby tree stump and humming to a baby bundled in her arms. No, is the baby alive? Uh, mm, well, uh, I, because I just <sighs> picture, oh, like if she's not okay, she's just either bundled up a dead baby or even worse, like a baby doll. And she's oh, just like, mm. <laughs> well, I make things said- much worse than they are. <laughs> The baby died just a few days after its birth and is buried on the east side of the cemetery under a tombstone that has the name Baby Lester etched into it. I'm Lester. I'm sorry. (laughs) Lester. Okay, we'll get there. Lester is the last name and the baby is this is real. Okay, so, I, maybe I shouldn't be mean then, but I was like, Lester's just a rough name to start with. No, that's the last name. Okay, a little better. Many of the tombstones in the small cemetery actually belong to children, sadly. The mm. Hacker family, consisting of Sir Malcolm Dunbar Hacker and his wife Anne, had, <laughs> <laughs> had eight children during their marriage. However, half of their children died before reaching the age of 12. The entire 10 members of the family were laid to rest in Step Cemetery. That blows. Yeah. In addition to the Lady in Black, disembodied noises, and other unexplainable experiences, Step Cemetery was also once host to the Crabites. Uh, Do you, have you ever heard of the Crabites? It sounds a little familiar. Ooh, lordy. Well, <laughs> and I say that literally. The Crabites were a fringe Christian sect that allegedly used Step Cemetery as a locus for their ritualistic practices. I, uh, okay, go on. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into, I'll get to the Crabites in a minute. Like I said, I had to pick and choose what I was going to cover here because there is so much. Right. They will skip the Crabites and get back to them in a second. In the 1950s, a young girl was murdered near Step Cemetery. By the Crabites. And her body was dumped in the vicinity of the cemetery. I was joking. I don't know. It is said that her spirit continues to wander and search for justice. Her killer was never found, despite her mother's work to figure out who had murdered her. I'm telling... Okay, go on. (laughs) The Crabites. Who hangs out there all the time? (laughs) Well, the Crabites are a legitimate... Well, no, not legitimate. They are a, an actual Christian group that existed, and of course, they existed in Indiana, specifically oh, this Indiana area. Is a hotbed of hot messes. Wait till you hear about these psychos, okay? Mm-mm. Here's the last sentence of this article: Whether or not this strange remote cemetery is truly haunted is up for debate, but the stories that pour in that pour from it remain interesting and consistent. Speaking of consistency, you are not. Right. You started with the most haunted cemetery in America. Allegedly. Some Mm, people say maybe. It's debated. Okay. So they give like a a real politician. (laughs) (laughs) They give a quick. That's quick. I mean, they couldn't be any more concise. They left a lot of things out because there is so much more. Yes. Now, someone who covers it in great detail, but almost bullet points it, uh, is paraholics.com. 
Mm-hmm. Surprised I've never heard of it. I know. I came across a lot of websites that I'm like, they're right on par and we've never ran into these before. It's so weird. Hmm. That first article, by the way, was written March 12th of 2019. Okay. This article is July 30th of 2020. All right. So these are all still recent. Okay. Mm-hmm. This website has a YouTube video on it and it's pretty detailed. This guy, it's about a half hour long. And the guy who runs Paraholics, his name is Matthew, and he went out to the Step Cemetery a couple of times and ran several EVP sessions on several different devices. Mm -hmm. Which is always good to do. Picked up a lot of interesting stuff, so if you can, I would definitely check it out, watch that video. Um, I watched the whole thing. I thought it was pretty interesting, especially some of the stuff he caught. EVPs are always weird to me. It's hard to distinguish what they're saying exactly so some of the stuff he would put up on the screen what he thought it was saying i'm like i'm on it i'll be honest i don't hear anything like i I don't hear that i hear something but i don't know if i hear that right but that's you know if you want to go listen to it you be the judge uh it's again like a half hour long but worth worth the watch yes he starts his article off with what do you get when you mix a forest UFO sightings, snake handling, a square earth, a cult, ghost lore, orgies, exorcism, punks, animal sacrifices, the occult, Bigfoot, resurrections, magic ceremonies, Jesus under an apple tree, and one small and very misunderstood grave? My mouth is open, (laughs) and is it the Crabites? No, you get Step Cemetery. Oh, well... Most of that nonsense is the crabites, I assume. This says you get the recipe for one of the most haunted locations in the state of Indiana. Okay, so we've we've narrowed it down to the state, which, like, sure. so far of our 30-plus that we've done, I'd say, oh, I don't know, 20 of them are like, this is the most, we promise. Now, if you caught some of those... Some of those things he listed. Square Earth like, was probably my favorite, <laughs> honestly. There's a lot happening. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna do my best to get through this without talking forever. I just flat earth is one thing. But square <laughs> like he literally brings up in his video, he goes, F you flat earthers. <laughs> The right. Well, also, the UFO site, like, that's not out of the norm, but I'm just like, I'm surprised that wasn't something that came up readily for us with the UFO. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. UFOs is a whole other concept that we don't have time to talk about. I don't even know if I want to say I believe in them or not. Okay, that's actually dumb. My quick thing is that, <laughs> sorry, I don't believe in, like, little green men with antennas coming out of their head, like, coming to Earth and taking over the world. I believe that it is very, very ignorant and selfish of us to believe that of all of the galaxies and all of the whatever, all of the solar system... And numerous planets. Countless, countless. How are we the only rock with living organisms on it? There's no freaking way. There is no way. That is very ignorant to say. I feel the same. Personally. That's all. I do I think they're anywhere close to coming here or have they been here? I don't know. That's that's all kind of irrelevant in in my opinion. But I'm saying I think it's silly to think that we are it. Right. Because this was a basis. This was probably beta testing and they're like, Ugh, we mm, We uh, made some mistakes. Let's go on. Yeah. This was just (laughs) the tester and they're like, We messed up. Let's just let this play out. We'll see you guys later. But there's a lot of galaxies. Later is like a long time and we're not there yet (laughs) one of those mess ups 
is the crabites. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> so one thing he does note in the, the beginning of his article, he, he touches a couple of bullet points. And one thing he covers that they didn't mention in that first article is he says it may have originally been owned by Reuben, the cemetery may have been owned by Reuben Stepp in 1856. I immediately was like, Rubius Hagrid. No. Yes. <laughs> And then he said it was sold to William Peterson in 1884, and that comes from Reporter Times, written October 31st of 2011. All right. And the Step family and relatives are buried in the cemetery. Now, he says approximately 114 graves, but still says the oldest is Isaac Hartstock. Mm-hmm. Hartstock. Stock? I thought it was Stocks. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The, the spelling is also questionable. Yeah. Oh, well. They said he writes that this location is believed to have been connected briefly to the Crabite religious sect, which their leader was William Crab. That's where the name comes from. Largely undocumented. They are a largely undocumented fringe Christian sect that may have used the cemetery for unusual or taboo practices, such as snake handling and ritualistic sexual sexual activity. Why was that so hard to say? I swear, I'm so sick of people using religion to be like, have blood orgies with me and you'll go to heaven or wherever is the promised land. Like, that's what Rasputin was, by the way, with the whole... The, Anastasia. And yeah, Anastasia the and the whole Romanov family. I almost said Rachmaninoff, that's different. <laughs> the Romanov family. Rasputin claimed to be this spiritual guide and he's like if you sleep with me, like, you're gonna go wherever the cool place is, and everyone's like, orgy! And just starts hanging out with Rasputin and sleeping with him. But it's a bunch of booty, because actually there's speculation that the Romanov mistress, the wife, Mm -hmm. slept with him as well, but they could never, they could neither prove nor deny it. So, yeah, just religious leaders being like, you have to sleep with me if you want to see God. Sorry, I don't make the rules. When they, in fact, made the rules. Yeah, this guy's an, a literal nightmare. Of course it's a man. God. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. The owner, Step, the actual person, Step, is said to have built a church next to the cemetery, which he willed to any parish that needed it so long as it was Christian. And that's what they believe potentially attracted the Christian subset of the Crabites. Snake handling? It's worse than that. They're. Mm. I'm just. Mm. What does that have to do with anything? Look how cool we are. We have snakes. They. Oh, okay. Some believe that the crabites may have woken spirits or put some sinister energy over the graveyard, which is why so many hauntings occur. Reports of hearing strange chanting and howling in the night when no one was found in the cemetery, and they believe that the crabite spirits were responsible for that. Mm-hmm. It goes on to say, and this is a quote. From Haunted America and Other Paranormal Travels by uh, Granado. Granado? Hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know. It says, quote, Nude rituals that included sacrificing small animals and gently handling snakes while participating in sexual orgies with communion host leading the group. Now, do you not find it odd that they're like, we're going to sacrifice small an- animals, but very delicately handle snakes which if you are versed in any of bible lore what have you the snake is representative of satan 
Mm-hmm. So, and they're going to lightly handle the snake that is supposed to be like the no-no. Mm-hmm. And they're like, kill the bunnies, though. There's a lot of um, parallels. Parallels, I guess, to... They're, yeah, they're turning what is typically, I think, synonymous with Satan mm-hmm. into Christian, um, I don't know, like... Imagery? Yes. I, yeah, yeah, because, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> okay, this is all trash, but go on. The Crabites fancied unusual activities that normally took... This is a continuation of that quote. I, I didn't get to am not it. surprised, but go on. The Crabites fancied unusual activities that normally took place at Step Cemetery that included talking in tongues, drinking and dancing while feasting on sacrificed animals, and then ending the gruesome ritual with promiscuous and wild pleasure-seeking indulgences to ensure the highest form of euphoria known to man. This type of behavior is believed by some to have summoned dark entities to the area that are still hanging around today. Because it was blasphemous. Also, when were the Crabites roaming about? What's the year, the time frame? Um, shoot. I I'm I just saying, did they happen to morph into another religious entity that I almost don't want to say because I don't want to yuck somebody's I yum, don't but it just sounds so very... Because I'm sure it it's going to come up later, but I don't believe this morphed into anything. I hope it died out because I think at its peak it had 600, around 600. Well, a lot of these these activities sound ridiculous and off the wall, but a lot of them are also reflective of current practices. Pentecostals. Holy yeah. cow. Uh, yeah. Like 75% of that. And this says... This was written in 1908. It was in the Indianapolis News. Uh Actually, May 23rd, 1908. We're coming up on it. Yeah, not quite the anniversary. It It says, quote, They go out to a small clearing in the woods and hold their services in their temples of the true God. And true God is capitalized. So that if that was written in 1908, probably relatively... Not a short time after the cemetery like was, it was established, the I guess. Thing. Yeah, beliefs included square earth, <laughs> and Christ was born under an apple tree and had the ability to resurrect. The, and that I think they meant they had the ability to resurrect the dead. I don't know if they meant Jesus or them. Right. Uh huh. I would think if this was written in 1908, we would like to think the crabites and not jesus because we barely believe in non-binary language now why would they in 1908 you guys can't handle they them as singular pronouns you can't oh 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 it it is them um i believe it's them that they think the crabites can raise the dead and the uh, we also talked about the the apple tree got under that Mm -hmm. said five of them were found guilty of a riot Uh, of rioting after interfering with the burial of a woman at Goose Creek Cemetery. This article says, quote, imbued with the belief that they are possessed of power by which they can raise the dead, 50 crabites, 50, succeeded for a time in preventing the burial of Miss George Hatley, who at one time had been baptized in the faith of the crabites. Okay. Deceased father struck at one. They, however, do not believe they can be hurt in that manner, asserting that their faith will protect them from all harm from blows. Uh, 
They also claim to know through revelation guilt of another member of the funeral party, claiming he was guilty of destroying their church with dynamite. I don't... Because Jesus said so. That was also written in 1908 in the Reporter Times and in the Buffalo Inquirer. I can't keep up with these people. I don't understand. They go on to say, I, I could keep going about the Crabites. They believe that the earth is square because there is a, there's a script in the Bible that says something about the four corners of the earth. So they believed the earth was square because of that scripture. Because we've really got to be literal here. Yes. Take that, flat earthers. Yeah. Where does it say for, on the line of the earth? No, but it does say four corners. You know, I don't well, know. <laughs> I feel like they think that maybe flat earthers think that maybe the earth is an actual map. I, I know. Do not tell me. I am certain that there are videos and descriptive things that tell you what flat earthers think the flat earth is. I don't care. It's stupid. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I'm sorry if you are. It's dumb. Well, William Crabb, if we haven't proved how psychotic this dude is, it is said that he had carried with him water moccasins, black snakes, and occasionally rattlesnakes, demonstrating that the man with sufficient faith in the Almighty would be immune from even the bites of the most venomous reptile. Those aren't... Okay. So he would have these snakes bite people, and if you lived, that means you were true to the faith. But if you would died, he have himself be bit? Well, I'm sure he had already done it in the comfort and of his own home behind closed doors. And he's like, no, no, guys, I already did it myself. Right. So uh, I don't have to show you. Yeah. Kind of like the, the golden plates. I'm just wrecking a bunch, <laughs> a bunch <laughs> of religions right now. Sorry. We're going hard on the religion because the Crabites really, they, m most articles kind of pointed to, they believe that's where most of the evil energy or the bad energy comes from in the cemetery. Right. There are people who have beliefs that are comforting and everybody believes what they believe, but this is a very, very poor representation. And I think we can all agree on that. Mm -hmm. They also, after they left this area, after a, a stint in this area, they were believed to have relocated to Brown County. Yikes, I want I go there for wine tasting. Mm -hmm. Good wine. Bad they juju. Also, they call them the Crabites or the Church of the Firstborn of Brown County. Oh no. Yeah. Well, ugh. I will take my wine tasting tongue elsewhere. I'm not speaking in tongues there. Yeah, the Crabites <laughs> it goes on and on and I could I could do a whole episode on the Crabites. I could do a tangent episode on the Crabites. Ooh, These people are... Ooh, that'd be a good topic. Freaking nuts, oh, man. Oh, man. I, ideas. Ideas are rolling. Keep them in the back of your mind. Mm -hmm. So now let's get to... What about this lady in black? Where did she come from? Yes. Let's get to some of the haunted stuff. But people... Again, the Crabites do have something to do with it because people think that some of the haunted scary stuff comes from them because they dropped a whole buttload of evil stuff there. Yeah, makes sense. Immoral things. Mm -hmm. I've made that sound like four <laughs> times now, but it's warranted. So in the article, The Legend of Step Cemetery, 27, there are 27 legend variants cited. Okay. I'm not going to cover all of them, of course, because it's at some point it's splitting hairs. It's the same story, but it's either Their the husband or the child or it's the Joseph. Or, yeah, yeah, same thing, just different person that it happens to in the story. Whatever. They 
first one says it generally well overall blanketing says that gen- they generally involve elements of a woman living disfigured witch or ghost dressed in black visiting a grave of a husband daughter infant or a combination mm-hmm. the woman seated on a stump near an entrance is mentioned in most of them and that the stump is cursed okay and the deaths and mutilations frequently of a German shepherd dog are cited as Me, proof oh, of the potency. Oh, kill an animal. That's something mm-hmm. entirely different. Mm. One story says that the woman lost her husband and daughter in accidents. And each night she travels to the cemetery to sit on a specific stump by her daughter's grave. That was written in the Reporter Times in 2005. Another variant is a young couple was racing along a winding road and they were killed in an accident. The girl was decapitated and her head was never found. Now, it gets worse. Now, a woman dressed in black is seen wearing the girl's head around her neck as a warning to travelers. Hello? That was also written in the Reporter Times in 2007. They changed their mind two years later. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah, I was like... what? First of all, that's heavy. Got nothing on Flava Flav and that's his what dog. I, that's literally what <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> Ooh. This one says, uh, Lady in Black is um, the a girl's mother who had gone insane and was dying in a mental institution. And she would be sitting on an old stump chair where she had sat while she was alive, talking the gra- to the graves of her daughter and husband who had died in a quarry accident. That's worded very poorly. I think they're saying the lady in black is, went insane and was dying in a mental institution and somehow escaped to go sit at the cemetery of her dead, to sit by her dead husband and daughter yeah, who died yeah. in a quarry accident. Sure. A lady in black sitting on an old stone bench chiseled to look like a hollow log, which I think we saw that. Yes. Yeah. The the actual hollow or the log made of stone, I think, is real, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. There's an old woman insisting that a couple's death be kept quiet. This is another variant. Until her own death. And then you see the now you can see the woman sitting on the tombstone, which is actually a petrified tree hollowed into a bench. Kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Daughter and husband were killed in a crash with a new boyfriend. Oh. And there, the woman is seen hanging out by them, I guess. A husband was killed working in construction, and she guards his grave even after his death. So just a lady who has something with something the grave. Something bad Or happened. with the grave, with the cemetery. It goes on. Here's the one about uh, the dog. Two, two teenagers were arrested for hanging a dog in the cemetery. As they should have been. Kill mm-hmm. them. They, I read another one. I, I don't know if it's listed in here or not, but they said it was two frat boys who hung the German shepherd in the cemetery and the woman found it and yeah well stuff. i mean frat boy is enough to be sentenced for something <laughs> just kidding that but one's actually on. one of the oldest stories that was written in 1985 hmm. or that comes from an article from 1985 right this is the most well-known legend involves a variation of a ghostly woman in black who has roamed the cemetery for decades sometimes exhuming her child from the grave to hold him i uh uh, okay. And ghost babies. It it keeps going, but I I'm going to go from 
memory at this point. They said there was one story that said she would go out there every night and dig up her baby's grave to hold the baby Mm -hmm. so much that grass didn't grow on the plot for 10 years until she finally passed and then the grass could finally grow because she stopped exhuming the body every night. Gross. Yep. So now you're probably thinking, what happened to Lester? I'll tell you what happened to baby Lester. All right. Baby Lester's real name was Paul Lester and he was a child of Oletha and Harley Lester. And they said that Paul passed away after only a few breaths. And so essentially a stillborn. Yeah. And Aletha was so, I guess, traumatized by his death that she would, they say she's the one who sits out there every night and goes see him. Baby Lester is real. There is a grave out there that just says Baby Lester. Yeah. And I don't know how we didn't see this, but a lot of the pictures I found have a ton of toys and gifts and trinkets surrounding the grave. Well, to be fair, our time was cut shorter than we would have hoped, and you will find out why. So Mm -hmm. I feel like we saw a good chunk of the cemetery, but maybe we just missed it. Yeah, well, Baby Lester died. I mean... uh, It doesn't give me a time. That article was written in 1937. So the mother of baby Lester was around long enough that in 2006, they were still writing an article, still writing articles about her and said that the family of the grave were so upset because it continually was vandalized. Vandalized? What, vandalized? Listen, the one... It was continually vandalized. Which we've had issues like that in the past if you recall way way back when to the hundred step cemetery which i can't remember what the proper name of it was called but yeah it wasn't even just vandalized it was completely removed it was broken in half it was stolen I just, um, one time suck. they found it in pieces in bloomington people are terrible honestly. it got to the point that they had to cement it into the ground They finally bought one more stone and cemented it, and that's what's there today, and it's got a crucifix on it. Mm -hmm. It, I don't want to get too much more into it. The stump that she sits on, they also call the warlock's chair. Yes. And that's mentioned very briefly. If you remember, I mentioned Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Uh, That was like a blur, okay? (laughs) You mentioned a lot of things. There have been Sasquatch sightings out there. Most of the state's reported Squatch sightings have happened in this forest, actually. (laughs) And the Indiana Bigfoot Research Organization believes that the activity in Morgan and surrounding counties are legitimate with Bigfoot activity. Uh And this... This um, area, I guess, this forest has actually been featured in Finding Bigfoot, the television series in 2012. Oh, you know, someone that is very tall and very hairy and insecure about all of that hair. This (laughs) happened to them. They were the ones that were photographed. And then they suddenly they see themselves pasted all over the news, all over. Well, not the Internet at the time. Mm hmm. But they're finding this image everywhere, and they're like, oh my god, everyone's like, this big hairy beast with giant feet roaming the forest. They're like, well, now I can't say it's me. <laughs> like, this is embarrassing. So, thanks, guys. Everybody's at fault for scaring off the man who was Bigfoot. Yeah. 
and his feelings are very hurt. Yeah, he was very insecure about it. And you're like this big hairy monster. And he's like, <laughs> and he went home and cried and watched Bob Ross because that's the only thing that brings him joy. Or Mr. Rogers. Oh. I uh, rip to both. Mm. Man, the whole Bob Ross's story is a wild one, on folks. He was he was a so like what the heck? He was in the navy or yeah, he was some military. Yeah, I believe he was branch. in the navy or the air force. His fingers are messed up. If you ever see him holding his easel, his thumb and pointer finger are jacked up. Like he he went through a lot, and his Goodness. painting started because of his military background. So I don't know, Bob Ross, everybody, <laughs> Bigfoot, everybody. There's so much more to the cemetery that I just cannot cover. I know I've probably gone over my time, but... Oh, that's good. This is a longer one anyway with all of our disclaimers and mess-ups, and this is just a... F- hang tight, everybody. Yeah. They said uh, there's UFO sightings here. They believe that paranormal activity is much higher here than most other surrounding areas. We... I won't, I guess, give away too much, but I... We could have or could go back and investigate more. I feel like we didn't get a chance to investigate the way we wanted to. Yeah. But I'm not going. I I can't. I can't get too much deeper into it. I'm going to have to cut it there on the history on the Step Cemetery because it just keeps going and going. Right. I feel like it does say something that this has so much information on it and especially paranormal information. Mm -hmm. The thing with the Crabites, like as ridiculous as they are, they lend a hand to the history of this place. Yeah. So it maybe just because a lot of people corroborate stories doesn't necessarily make it more haunted, but this is an awful lot. Let's be honest. And one thing I didn't mention, but Matthew does mention in his YouTube video on paraholics.com is that there's actual, I guess, I don't know if you want to call them rituals or spells or whatever the case is. There's some type of witchcraft going on out there because one of the times he went to visit, there was a salt circle around baby Lester's grave and it appeared to be uh, some type of imagery or sigil. Mm-hmm. made with sticks next to it okay. and then he went out a week later and all of that had been cleaned up okay. and he said in his naive mind he thought it was like a summoning spell or a resurrection spell and got scared but after talking to some people in the occult they believe right. it, was it was a, a protection, protection spell yeah. yes i mean they were probably they probably view the lady in black as the evil entity or maybe the crabites evil spirits lingering they were trying to protect baby lester well, and when he went out there, too, you'll see in the video when it had the salt circle, there were also beer cans. There were, like, Coronas and White Claws thrown all over the baby's grave. And then when he went back the next week, they were gone. So it could also be protection from people trying to vandalize or hurt the grave. Yeah, I I mean, it's hard to say, but I don't, I don't know. It, it is hard to say. But to me, that sounds protective it doesn't sound and that's what they gathered from what they got from his videos they don't think it was some type of summoning spell or something super you know freaky it was just right the whole idea of witchcraft and all of these things is so poorly portrayed people understand it's becoming more uh, i don't know palatable to Mm -hmm. to this public recently accepting accepting i suppose but it's still very misunderstood and it's not this, everybody views it in this like weird, dark, almost demonic way. And it's really not. Sigils especially are just for sort of uh, what manifesting yes. almost. Yeah. 
So it, I would say so. Yeah, it, it sounds like a protective thing. And it's, it looks really unsettling at first if you don't know what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, it's just manifesting and protection, things like that. Mm-hmm. So learn, learn a book, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Megan gets to take a break. I have yes. drank a weird amount of wine i've been like so i think i've gotten quieter and quieter as the episode's gone on because i'm just getting warmer and warmer even with the air going on beside me i just i refuse to turn it off now i guess so we're just dealing with the air in the (laughs) background until i can be in my dingy flooded basement Mm. anyway so i get to talk about our experience at the step cemetery in the middle of the monroe blah 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 national forest (laughs) yeah this time we had four people this was me, Megan, Megan's husband, John, and my girlfriend, Maddie. Just one big old happy family. Now, I'll tell you what. We talk about how Terre Haute is easily, like, everything is pretty easily accessible to Terre Haute. We're in a very convenient and interesting spot in that nothing is super far away from us. Yeah. Martinsville, for some reason, felt like one of those really far away locations. It's really not, but I feel like it just drug on and on. And it doesn't help that when we finally found the cemetery, we drove right past it. But there's also a reason why we drove past it. I say we missed it a we little miss bit. It. We kind. I think I was gonna miss the turn just slightly, but there was a car parked there. Actually, you know, okay, so it's like at least midnight in the middle of a national forest, and usually forests, parks, things like that, they're like, be out by dusk. It, no. Apparently this does not matter in this forest, because I can't tell you how many cars we passed on the way there. And when we got to this the cemetery, we're like, this is odd, this, is, this must be it. There was a car, and we're like, well, god dang. So we drove off, sat in a weird little gravel area, contemplated life's decisions, and we're like, do we go back? We gave it some time. Right, we drove all this way. We're like, we are not going down without a fight. Yeah, so we gave it some time. We just kind of relaxed for a moment, caught our breath, and we're like, you know, after not even that long, I'd say 10, 15 minutes, we're like, let's just give it a drive-by, see what's happening. We drive up, car is gone. We're like, okay, cool, we're part. It's an hour. We had the moment of like, do we actually do this? Because we got, we got right. there, parked the car, and we do what we always do, which is, I was like, let's turn off the headlights and see what we're dealing with. Pitch black. Terrifying. Like, we have dealt with some dark locations, like, literally dark locations. This was, like, hurt your eyes dark. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't, and I know we just had the headlights on, and it was reflecting off of a lot of things, but it was so hard to see, and we're like, listen, we have to do this. We drove all this way. Uh-huh. So I'm like, let me just turn off the car. Let's step out of the car, see how we feel. Not great. Yeah, Didn't I stepped great. out and I like put my body against the door. I was like, okay, we're outside. And again, I don't. this was for me personally. I was more concerned about wildlife, especially because we're in a national forest that's a protected area. Mm-hmm. So they're not out there making sure that like, you know, bears or coyotes or whatever are at bay. Because it's just, it is... It's forestry. It is what it is. It's nature at its finest. Yeah. So I was just nervous about, you know, animals coming after me. I, I've been attacked by dogs too many times to care about animals coming at me. So that's my concern. We have our equipment. Unfortunately, it's still kind of an issue now. We couldn't have the camcorders because they're they're nice camcorders. I feel like we spent good money on them. The, it's they are human slash robot as well they can only hold so much information they were full 
Yeah, we couldn't record anything. Both of them are full, and even though we chart, it's just they weren't we hadn't accessible. Dumped the information that we had gotten from previous locations. Yes, which we're grateful to have, but we just didn't have a chance. So we're like, all we have is the voice recorders, the EMF reader, and the electromagnetic radiation. Not radiation. Oh lord, uh, electromagnetic. <sighs> Radiation detector right or something like you. that. I don't remember. Oh, you know, yeah, I could look called. at it, I suppose. Electromagnetic radiation detector. I should have gone with my gut. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, two of the same, two of the same. And we each took one and kind of went about our way. This, we didn't know where the cemetery was going to be. It's a hike, folks. Yes. It, and honestly, it, in the daytime, I'm sure it's probably not that bad. But in the nighttime, it feels never ending you just walk Ugh. up this gravel drive forever and ever and ever like i'm assuming during the daytime they have that gate open and you can just drive up there because it's still seemingly an active cemetery ish yeah yeah well we had to walk is the point very dark god we had our lights out a car started driving by we're like everyone hide your lights we hit our lights and then realized just how dark it was even it was a clear sky doesn't matter yeah we get up we're recording at this point. We're recording. We have everything running because like we said, we've mentioned in previous episodes, we, instead of like in, for example, Ghost Adventures, they're like, I'm feeling an energy here. Let's pull out our voice recorders and see if we catch an EVP. If it's residual, we feel like it could be any time for any reason. So we record as soon as we can. It does make for a lot more work in the future to, to sift yeah. through all of that. But I think it's beneficial because we've caught some things when we didn't expect them. So, we have two voice recorders, the EMF, the EMF, EMD, D, R, E-M-R-D, that's <laughs> dumb. Anyway, running as we're going up the hill. Spoilers, nothing really happened as we're walking up the hill. Mm -mm. There were a couple of things we wrote down. Again, you can catch something that sounds unusual in the moment. Yes. And then find out later that it's really, it could be someone on the other side further away from you whispering. It is. And that's why we kind of like to have multiple of the same equipment going to voice recorders, to camcorders, now to, in the same sense, EMF detectors. So we can always corroborate, like, we hear something in this voice recorder, but on the other side was this voice recorder and this person with a camcorder, and it turns out somebody sneezed, like we said earlier. So there were a couple things that were questionable. We decided that they we went ahead and debunked them and said that it was chatter amongst ourselves because we were quiet because we were nervous. Yeah, walking up there, there were a couple, I think one or two instances that were questionable and almost sounded like a hey or something like that someone saying hey which seems to be the most common, common thing we're getting but the other our other evps if you listen it's unmistakably saying hey these were just enough that we're like it's probably someone walking up the hill it's not even that steep of a hill but it is an incline and they kind of let out like a of yeah. air or something. I mean, none of us are really in shape, if we're being no, honest. So, none like, of us. Yeah, not a single <laughs> one. We get up to the cemetery. We know of the warlock's chair at this point. We know of a woman who's supposed to... The, the story we had was a woman mourning her baby. Yeah. So we go armed with this knowledge. We try... It's a learning experience, especially with the voice recorders and all of the new equipment. New-ish equipment. We have experience, but... 
learning curves. The the whispering, I feel like we need to be better about what is it called? Marking when so and so spoke over here. This sound happened over here. We're so hyper focused on connecting with the spirits that sometimes we don't remember to say, Oh, so and so whispered, do you see that? Yeah. About fifteen feet away. Like, cause it could be picked up. So again, we have a lot of notes of could this be something, could this be something. They We debunked them. We were, we're pretty sure we knew what was happening, especially when we took the two pieces of information and put them together. What I will say is the vibe was wild. Yeah. I don't know. Getting up there, it's kind of like when we were at Mackey Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Just hitting that threshold, we finally get up this hill. The hill wasn't so bad. You get to the threshold of the cemetery, it's like... Well here, well, here we are. We're here. And then you don't really want to step forward. A little less creepy, in my opinion, than Mackey Cemetery, but yeah. still kind of uneasy. Because it just opens... You're walking through this tree-lined gravel road, and then suddenly it opens up into not a huge cemetery, but a big open area with gravestones. Yeah. And it just feels a little overwhelming almost like I don't I'm not really sure where to walk. We've heard of this warlock's chair, we've heard of the baby gravestone, we've heard of these things, where do we go? So we kind of split up again can be cause for someone's talking on this voice recorder 15 yards away while I'm over here who, like who was saying that, what could be saying that. There is <laughs> there's one thing that I <laughs> I have mixed opinions on, but it's really kind of the big one for us, which is if this woman that is in the cemetery is supposed to be mourning something, as we've heard, whether it's teens that died in a racing accident, her baby, her husband, her sibling, her whatever, someone is mourning in a black dress out there. The story we had was that it was a woman mourning her child, probably exhuming the body thing, but we didn't know about the, the grass that wasn't growing for a decade thing. Yeah. So Megan is asking pretty pointed questions. She has one of the voice recorders. So she asks something along the lines of, we know that there's a woman out here who's mourning her baby. Are you still out here? Something something along the lines yeah, of, like, we, heard we know you that you come out here to cry over your baby. Yeah, we heard that you come out here to mourn the loss of your child. Is that true? Whatever. You hear what sounds just like crying it had to be just like uh, hands down the most heart dropping thing that's happened in a long time like heart catches in your throat like holy crap what was that because it's and everyone heard it we all looked at each other and I just, said, it's no weird i just kind of got goosebumps thinking about it because it's so high-pitched it's either someone was choking back a cry because they were trying to stay strong and it just like cracks out and it's a woman's like high-pitched like i'm just letting go kind of cry or even worse a baby cry mm-hmm. skin crawl like everybody froze immediately and was like did you hear that what you hear a lot of expletives as soon as that sound happens yeah now here is why i have mixed opinions on it i'm going to go ahead and spoil this for you now it we debunked it and mm-hmm. it was pretty disappointing when we did what it is is this is an established forest Lots of trees around, as we said, a tree-lined gravel road leading up to this cemetery. What happened is two trees, semi, like, pretty close to us, rubbed together right in that moment mm-hmm. to make what sounds on a voice recorder 
just like a cry. Sounds like someone cry and an elongated cry. Yes. It's like three different gasps. Yes. So we can understand hearing that we're like, well, that has to be what some people are hearing because it it really startled all of us until like some of us have experience with like Maddie's parents, for example, live near a wooded area. She's used to hearing that sound. It still caught her off guard, but she's like, oh, she's the one that was like, it was just the trees. And we're all like, well, God, that scared the crap out of me a little mm-hmm. more. But choice it, language than that, but <laughs> it definitely explains, especially to people who are untrained to that or not used to that sound. If you were to go out there and you've been told, hey, there's a woman who sits out there and cries over her baby's grave and heard that noise, I would I would have pulled a U at the at uh, St. Mary of the Woods and I'd already be back I mean, at the go- car. Exactly. Exactly. But now here's where the mixed opinion comes in. Was it two trees just rubbing together? Yes, we are 99% sure of that. Mm-hmm. Was the timing immaculate? Yes. Yes. It, we didn't hear it any other time out there. It wasn't super windy, but it wasn't not windy. You can hear other points within the recording where the wind picks up. But right in that moment was like when Megan said, we hear you mourning the loss of your child in on cue better than most theatrical performances I've seen. The trees rub together and cry. Now, I, in my opinion, spirits don't always speak into record. They find other ways. That's why people say, move, open that, shut that door. If you're in here, turn off that light, knock on this wall, do these things that is other than speaking. To me, I almost feel like that was still a response in some kind of way. That's true. I didn't think about that, but... No, I definitely thought about it, because is it a natural occurrence? Yes. Should it have probably happened more than once more than once yes and was the timing just perfect yeah yes so i feel like it was almost as if a collective spirit answered in a less traditional way which was here is the best cry i can give you because i don't have enough energy myself to cry Mm -hmm. or did she have so much energy that she's literally moving using the earth. nature? <laughs> yes. I mean, she lost her baby, a stillborn, essentially, who she got to see take a handful of breaths before dying in her arms. How yes. tragic. Like, right. So that's kind of my take on it. You can... I'm actually going to... This one, because I'll... I almost want to spoil a little bit. Did we have much else as far as the voice recorders go? No. So I don't think we're going to make this one exclusive Patreon content. So mm-hmm. anything we caught was inconclusive. In, inconclusive or decided that it was one of us or it could be explained away. This sound in particular, we're going to play for you now and you can hear it. We know that it, we now know that it's a tree. Again, sorry for the language on here, mm-hmm. but the timing is just know that we asked a lot of questions and we spent as much time there as we could, but this timing is. It's just too coincidental for me. I think it's a little odd. And to me, it's still an answer. We just didn't notice it in the time. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it proves that you can't take... You have to take the time to sit and think logically about the, the evidence that you gather. Because, again, to the untrained investigator, to the untrained ear, yeah, I would immediately probably jump to supernatural like i asked there's a woman crying out there here is that true and then i get a cry 
that's all the evidence I need. Right. But but this was a threefold experience. Like, oh no, supernatural. Oh no, it was just literally natural. Supernatural. Is it? Like, yeah, bending the natural. We don't know, so you can hear it here. We heard a woman comes out here to mourn the death of her baby. It's just the cherries. Jesus. It was frightening. So, like I said, it, it's it's kind of a bummer, and I spoiled it a little bit. There's We didn't capture much else beyond that. We found the warlock's chair that we spoke of, and there was some odd EMF readings around the chair that we believe. I did read somewhere that the warlock chair was burned down. They said it was a stump, but then they burned the stump. Yeah, which sounds it, strange. But so this stump seemed very prominent, in my opinion. If is it, is it possible that they burned the stump? Yes, of course, anything's possible. But the stump just seemed very, just like a chair looming. Yeah, <laughs> looming in the in this almost the center of this cemetery, and it did have some odd spikes here and there, consistent. Eh, but that can either confirm, neither deny, either confirm or deny the whole spiritual thing, the whole spirit thing. Mm-hmm. I guess Maddie had also mentioned that she got some odd EMF readings walking up the hill to the cemetery, yeah. which I will say, I don't know, in the voice recorder that I listened to on the way back down, something a little more eerie, again, with the whole, I'm more scared of animals most of the time than spirits. As we're walking, you hear Megan say, keeping in mind that Maddie caught some weird EMF spikes on the way up, you see, you hear Megan go, oh, and we're like, yes, and you're like, that was a napkin with blood. I'm pretty sure there was blood on that napkin, and we're, yeah, we all I went, forgot. uh, uh, and, and start walking Yeah, because we're like, should we turn around and look at it? And we went, uh-uh, and just started shuffling faster, but there's just... I mean, a healthy amount of blood on that, by the way, not enough for me to notice in pitch black. Yes, because there's some, unfortunately, even though it's a forest that's well maintained, you see some trash. We saw some, I don't know, Mountain Dew bottles, just like here and there, not a ton, Mm -hmm. some trash that had kind of spilled away. But then suddenly Megan's like, that napkin had blood on it. And we're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say? It messed. I was like, I can't, I don't even know what I was thinking. I immediately think of the most ridiculous things. I'm like, oh my God, someone got murdered out here and they cut off their tongue and put it in a napkin and put it on the side of the trail. Oh my God. Listen, I have seen too many scary movies. I've seen too many things. (laughs) Jesus. But that, was the, I would say, second scariest thing. So the cry in the woods was the third scariest. The literal blood on the napkin on the trail on the way back to the car was the second scariest. The top scariest (laughs) thing that happened to us while we were out there and the reason why our visit was cut short. I say on my level of scariness is like spirits and ghosts, animals, the unknown, in that order, three, two, one. This is the unknown that we didn't foresee that scared us off. We're in the middle. We finally feel like we're getting a little comfortable in our surroundings, asking more proper questions, Mm -hmm. getting better readings on things. You hear Megan in her voice recorder say, I I honestly, you're you're, you had asked things like, do you know how many of us are out here or how many of us are out here that want to speak to us? Yeah. How many spirits are here? Yes. 
And one of those questions, I can't for the life of me think of the exact question you asked, but just for the sake of the point, we'll say that you asked, how many of you want to speak to us? The second the sentence stops, you hear in the background, which is a really poor representation of a A shotgun shotgun blast. Yep. And it was close enough, like, I, it, was it probably 300 plus yards away? yards, yeah. Yes. Can a stray bullet travel 300 plus yards? Yes. Too close for comfort. That's when you hear more expletives. I couldn't hear what you said. Oh, Siri. God, my Siri just messed me up, folks. (laughs) That's when you hear, man, I just got goosebumps. I I did, that made me, oh, gross. Okay, well... You hear more expletives there. That shotgun blast immediately were like, well, that's all. We're, you hear, did you hear that? Yep. And you and hear, someone goes, that's a gunshot. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, I don't know about y'all, but I don't feel like getting hit by a stray bullet right now. And unfortunately, we very quickly were like, hey, spirits, we're, you know, about to peace out. If you had anything else you wanted to say, now's the time. Yep. Is there somebody over here that wants to speak to us? Was there questionable evidence there? Yes. Was there a lot of shuffling of like putting things together? And we're like, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Yes. So again, nothing really that we can confirm was ghost activity. Mostly mm-hmm. just like I peed a little. We yep. wanted to get out of there. Yep. And th- these are the things I- I'm kind of confused by the gunshot because it's a national forest. It's pr- it's a protected area. I feel like you shouldn't be able to hunt. In, mm-hmm. in those areas, again, but I don't know how far away we were from any perimeter of the forest. We could have been pretty close to one. Yeah. But that, the fact that we it could It was also, hear, what, one in the morning? Yes, that's another thing. Who's hunting at one in the morning? In the pitch black. And we're, like, black, y'all. It's, it's dark out. And we were not the only car in that that forest no like i said we had to have passed four or five cars and then a car was parked there when we got there it was Mm -hmm. again like the amusement park wait in line kind of deal Mm -hmm. a shotgun blast at one in the morning was enough to maybe we're a little silly for traveling to the places that we do and investigating the places that we do but we're smart enough to know you hear a shotgun blast close enough that it doesn't echo you leave Mm -hmm. so unfortunate but our safety is top priority yes and we we scuttled our way out of there did we catch anything else substantial no which sucks but it is what it is not every place can be a gem this one the vibe was i mean we'll get into it when we get into our rating that i'm definitely remembering this time oh i've got my checklist out (laughs) we are not doing this again right but I mean, maybe I shouldn't go on with this, with what I was about to say, because that's really just the rating. So, that Step Cemetery, I I have lots of opinions, most of which is, don't hunt at one in the morning, or, (laughs) like, maybe we should check the news and see if any kind of, you know, murder happened in Martinsville on that. I I don't know. I don't know. Like, it was, there was no echo to it. That shotgun blast was close, like, it was close enough that I... No. Yeah. No, I, we were not staying. Really wanted to. I really felt like we were finally getting into a rhythm. 
but it was not it worth was it. agreed we all looked at each other and said that was a gunshot and just it was understood that we were done yes which is totally sucks but whatever mm. step cemetery the end let's rate it mm. and morgan monroe forest park thank you yes go visit or it. state forest man i didn't even <laughs> say it right morgan monroe state forest go check it out don't get shot yeah. Anyway. If you use your GPS and it says park here and walk several yards, that is correct. You do have to park and you do have to walk, so you got to put your big girl pants on and get out of the car. It's terrible. Ugh. Okay. Well, we have to rate it now. Now we'll rate our second rating for <laughs> yeah, this Yeah, and now we're really prepared. Like, it, guys, it's now technically been a month since we had a proper rating, so we're Phew. really, I think we're back on track. Yep. Starting now. First thing we're going to rate is historical accuracy. Uh-huh. Mm. Okay. Okay. I- yeah. Okay. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, three. three. Hey. Hey, we did much better. Yes, yeah. Lots <laughs> I- only one. We still have three more to go. <laughs> Listen, we're starting strong, which is... The thing, the thing that really dropped it was the lady in black, because, like where there is no proof there's no historical accuracy Mm -hmm. to the lady in black but you know what there is historical accuracy to baby Baby lester Lester and the salt circles and the sigils and people trying to the actual mother of baby lester was so distraught like there is documentation in news articles that said the mother is distraught because people have created these stories behind like these legends behind her baby that aren't necessarily true and they're vandalizing and stealing and breaking her right. baby's headstone. Again, exactly what we talked about in 100 Steps a long, long time ago, where that dad was like, my daughter just recently died. Could you please calm down with people spray painting, knocking tombstones over? They mm-hmm. finally put a perimeter fence on there. We've been going there for 16 years, and they just within the last couple of years put a perimeter fence up because to this day, people will not leave it alone. Yep. Now, we visited, but we would never, ever vandalize, break, steal, no. anything. We are very respectful of the places we visit. That, Which was the thing we clarified at the very beginning when we had our disclaimer of always be clear about your intentions of where you're going, especially to public places. Mm-hmm. And number two, be respectful. Yes. No matter where you're going. If it's in a building, if it's out in nature, don't take anything, don't steal anything, don't break anything. That should be just a standard right and that was part of the clarification we made that with the whole rotary jail thing is like we are always respectful we obviously didn't mean any ill intent it was just a weird miscommunication yes yes so anyway three three on historical accuracy because baby lester is very real people trying to protect the spirit of baby lester is very real Mm -hmm. lady in black not so real but i I don't know. That's what that's what I got. And there's so many in the variants cra- in the freaking to the story. crabites. That's what I was trying to think oh, of. Is yeah. their evil energy? Whether you believe you, everyone wants to talk about vibes and stuff. Like oh, the vibes, the crabites vibes is trash. Is no good. Yeah. And they left some awkward, weird, dark vibes there. So like, I'd want to protect Baby Lester too. Mm-hmm. That's all very real, very documented. So three, because yep. it's, it's it's in the middle of the road. So, next thing is the scare level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yes, good. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, four. Three, 
I went a little higher because of the real scare of, I don't know, people hunting in the middle of yeah, the night. That, I and, had that in consideration, but then I tried to keep it on the paranormal side. Okay, I didn't feel good about it. Until I got into the cemetery, did I calm down? Yeah, no, I was... The, the, like I said, the tree-lined gravel road leading up. The thing is, the cemetery is a very open space. If something, God forbid, came at us, you have a moment to react. On the trail, if something were to happen, you have about, oh, I don't know, three feet from side to side yeah. to get it together. Well, I also didn't like the open space. The cemetery almost felt like it was in a circle, and I felt surrounded. It was like, like an egg shape almost. At one point, and... This is only Kelsey's gun to what I'm talking about. It reminds me of a time in your apartment where I turned around and realized there was more apartment that I had forgotten about in an uh, oh my gosh <laughs> altered state of mind. <laughs> Y'all, I kind of got that panic at one point where I kept facing out like the way we walked in and. I just stared straight that way for the majority of my time. And then I finally turned and then I remembered, oh, yeah, there's the re the other half of the cemetery behind you and then the trail leading out. And that made me like, I forgot that was there. Right. <laughs> and to me, it was like we walked in a little bit, not that far. And then I turned around and was like, oh, the entrance is like a long way away, much further away than I anticipated. Kind of, yeah. Because when that gunshot happened, my immediate thought is, how do we get out of here? And I turn around and I was like, how did we get this far from the entrance mm -hmm. of the cemetery? Mm -hmm. It altered stains, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, Blinking is gone. Mom. Blinking is gone. <laughs> that Sorry, was terrifying. I don't know what mom put in there. Oh. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. I never... Oh, gosh. Oh, Always know who you're... Uh, just whatever i don't even care i'm not gonna get into it uh, yep, always know yep. who you're receiving gifts from that's all i'm gonna say yeah that's a good way to sum it up anyway so we, now i gotta get back on track we did the scare. third thing that's scary i'll give that a four dang oh man <laughs> there okay the third thing is going to be the believability, believability. Uh, mm, uh, eh. yeah kombucha girl all over again i don't know yeah uh, okay. You're gonna hate me. Ready? Uh huh. Three, two, one, three. three? Yes, <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna ride that middle line till I die, man. It's because I really think it's because we didn't get enough time there. Mm -hmm. Like, I mm -hmm. feel like we were finally on to something, and then it was immediately, well, I was gonna say shot down, but oh, ha -ha, that's too okay. on the nose. <laughs> well,. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, quite literally, it was shot down. It was. So, believability, It, the vibe is weird. Baby Lester is real. Black dress is fake. We heard a, what we thought was a cry, but it wasn't a cry, but was it a cry? That we're almost certain. Yeah, but was it very conveniently timed and could it possibly be spirits manipulating their surroundings to try to communicate with the living? Yes. Yeah. So... Pros and cons, middle of the road, three for me. If we had more time, maybe we could lean one way or the other. But for now, it's a three for me, too. Yes. So that gives us the an overall, overall score. Do I oh even God. need to? Okay, three, two, one, three. three. I just, I'm so sorry. It's, I do like the place, but one, it, I mean... Well, I was going to say it's a national forest, but we got in just fine. They didn't have gate. There's like, no, like, no entrance after dark or closed at dusk. Which we or, did look for because, of again, this was a situation where we can't ask for forgiveness or permission. 
we just kind of went with our gut that there is no sign saying that you can't be in there after dusk. So that was kind of our thing is like, w- tell we me felt where. very strange about it. We actually drove past the forest entrance because we're like, no. And I said, man, that's where it wants us to turn. Yeah. And so I was really confused. Do I believe the history is accurate? Eh, maybe. Do I believe that the place is scary? Eh, maybe. More the, the actual things surrounding you. Mm-hmm. Do I believe the place is haunted? maybe it's, it's that all, one's a more strong maybe yes it's still everything's kind of teetering here and there one little thing can tip the scale what is there's a quote from fern gully one, oh a gosh. single grain or a single, yeah, a single seed. seed yeah I, I fern gully's such a good movie <laughs> Gosh, uh, Tim we Curry need it at now in 2021 finest. more than ever. Tim Curry at his finest. Yeah. Have you seen the thing where it's like I can judge a person based off of what movie they know Tim Curry from? That's it. If you say Fern Gully, if you say Rocky Horror Picture Show, or you say Clue, we're fine. Yeah, we'll go from there. Yep. And oh, I was about to say what our plan was to do, but maybe we'll sh- save that. What we want to do with <laughs> Fern Gully. <laughs> Go watch Fern Gully. Watch the masterpiece that is Fern Gully. It's, oh man. Let us know how you feel about Tim Curry singing in it. And tell us if you said it's not good, why you're wrong. <laughs> so, okay. So, yeah, this place, neither good nor bad. Really, my big thing that draws it back is the real physical. Mm-hmm. safety of the place and the fact that you're in a national forest in the middle of the night the real elements around you cannot be predicted whether they be animals whether they be people hunting well mm-hmm. i don't know if that came out or whether they be people hunting yep that's what you said okay that's the thing so and you don't even have to go out in the middle of the night i'll tell you right now I really like that Paraholics website, and that's P-A-R-A-H-O-L-I-C-S dot com. Paraholics. Yes. And it's, they're addicted to the paranormal. Ha ha. Um, that's, I mean, a little distasteful, more, but it's okay. <laughs> the more time I, yeah, yeah, well, the more time I spent on the website, the more I liked it. I, when I started his YouTube video, I was like, meh, but by the end of it, I was like, you know what? I feel like... I want to reach out to this guy. I'm like, what else do you know? Because watching this, his all of his videos were during the daytime. He didn't have to go in the middle of the night and be sneaky. Again, he just, that's what residual hauntings do. It yeah. doesn't matter. And really, depending on where you're at, residual hauntings are better in the daytime. Yeah. So he sets up shop right in the middle of the day and catches some very strange on-the-nose EVPs. So... Whether you believe that's what the EVP is actually saying. Again, there were some that I kind of like raised an eyebrow to. I'm like, I don't really hear anything there, but okay. Uh, But there were some that I was like, I heard that. So kind of like EVPs we've captured in the past. Check out our last two episodes. Yes. Go check it out. Okay. I think that's now. I think that is all except for closing statements because you always have to have those. So unless you think we have missed anything other than the obvious, you can see us out. I hope not, because I made that list sober, and I'm going through the checklist now, and I think and I got it And not sober. Oh, yeah. we drank, like, a bit of that wine. It's almost gone. This is a fur. I think the wine held up pretty well. It really did, Through the honestly. episode. Yeah. We both had two 
nice servings of yes. wine. I'm feeling good. My cat has jumped in my lap and I am kissing him quietly but lovingly. And I'm so freaking jealous. He's such he a scary out. cat. I hate him. Scary cat. Scared cat. Scary cat. He really is. He hides from everyone until he gets to know you. Sorry, y'all. Well, you guys, if you like what you hear and you want to hear more of it, you can help us out and send us to new locations by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash or so they say pod, or you can do a one-time donation at our PayPal. Again, the Patreon is a monthly subscription, but we have several tiers, well, a couple of tiers, anything from a dollar all the way up to $10 and donating anything to patreon will give you access to any bonus feet any bonus footage uh, footage that we add to recordings, the yeah yeah to our patreon anything we've loaded in the past you'll get access to everything so we 100 percent can we want you to to do that i guess because we <laughs> want you to be able to experience these things because you got to hear a little bit of a sample of an EVP of what could be potentially something supernatural, but we're not sure. So we've actually chosen to share that publicly with you guys. But anything else that we've talked about, especially with the last episode, please consider donating to our Patreon. Not only does it give you guys access to that extra stuff, but it helps us out immensely, sending us to new places. Right, we're helping. able to provide you with this extra stuff via these donations. Yeah, the reason you have these EVPs, your Patreon donations is what help us bot these voice recorders and buy, buy. the... Yeah. Buy, sorry. Shoo, help me. I know. To buy <laughs> I the voice recorders and buy the cameras and things that we're using because we started off with very basic... Uh, tools mm -hmm. to, to do this so you guys have done so much I don't think you understand how much you've done for us so please consider donating it helps out a tremendous amount and then of course PayPal is a one-time donation but that helps too of course the next thing you can do if you don't have the funds we get it COVID is crazy wild right now uh, you can show your support on our social media by sharing, liking, subscribing to our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're out there giving you guys updates and funny stuff every once we in a while. We think we're funny. We, yeah, we think we're funny. If you want to support us in a more tangible way, we do have merchandise that you can buy, and that can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can get t-shirts, masks, socks, bags, tote bags, anything your little heart desires. We've got it all. Within reason. And yeah, we're trying. We, we do our best. And then next month is Pride Month, so we've got a Pride design up right now. We're working on a couple of Pride designs that we're going to get up for you guys shortly. I know we so. keep saying that, but like the gay here is saying that it's going to happen. We just progress. We're going to we're going to do it. But of course, you can get any of our designs. We have a few out there to choose from. So, so, so check that out and pick something you like. Get yourself something nice. Treat yourself. <laughs> and you can if you're haven't checked us out before on the first thursday of every month we have what we call a listener episode where we tell your guys' stories and if you want to share your story on our podcast you can do that by sending it to our email at or so they say pod at gmail.com you can tell us all of your spooky encounters crazy places you visited if you've been to any of the places that we've mentioned before 
send those too. We have no problem covering places we've been before. We covered what Edna Collins. I was gonna say we've definitely done it before. Edna Collins, maybe Spooklight. There's something else. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank, but no shame in covering places we've already been. If you've been to Step Cemetery, I mean, it's the most haunted place in America, you know. So you can tell us your story about Step Cemetery or any other crazy spooky place that you've been and send that to our email address. Or if you have the means, we could potentially work on some type of interview or have you as a guest speaker on our show. Mm -hmm. Again, details can be sent to that email address. And last but not least, please consider reviewing and rating us on Apple to Apple and I, oh my <laughs> Apple, God, Apple iTunes and Spotify. That is what really helps us grow organically. It helps us gain listeners in all parts of the world. I know we're kind of centralized in the Midwest, but I was surprised and delighted and very happy to see that we have reached out to the South. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple Texas is gaining on you, Illinois and Indiana, just so you know. Right. And a couple milestones too. I feel like we miss misspoke earlier on like way earlier on because it's wild we have reached we said something about our downloads before did you yeah. see we've now there are different there's a difference between downloads and streams so downloading the episodes is beneficial for us as well we can see this traffic that happens and if people listen if they subscribe if everything and we have reached now over a thousand downloads so all of you <laughs> so a thousand mm-hmm. times you guys have been like, I want to keep that. I'm going to download that. And we very much appreciate that. Now, I will say our our streaming, our host website that we use did give us this information about the downloads. But if you notice, we've actually got more than that. We did reach a bigger milestone. We hit a thousand a while ago. Yes. We've hit three thousand that was downloads. the other thing i was gonna say thank you i'm sorry <laughs> i thought you were like one thousand that's it uh-uh no uh-huh, no, no. <laughs> yeah it's so yeah it's very confusing it's a lot of logistics that we won't get into but one thousand according to one but over three thousand now very cool much appreciate right had no idea we'd go this far with it or have this many people listening this to many us places or travel this many Mm-mm. distances like it's been fun really i remember the conception of this and how we're like oh man we've got our first 10 episodes lined up and then just really didn't know where what to was go gonna happen there. after that yeah it, it was one of those we had this idea and then we're once we started we're like wow we're really doing this and we're like well we probably need more than 10 episodes and now we're almost 40 almost 40 yeah yeah what in the world we're <laughs> oh, almost <man>. professionals <laughs> thank you guys for over half a year of episodes and listening Ooh. to us ramble Ooh, i don't like you when i don't like it when you put it that way that's nuts that is nuts coming up on a year we'll get there thank you for your continued support okay we gotta wrap it up gushing over you guys thank you again so so much and please continue to share and tell your friends and tell your family and tell everyone you meet on the street yeah that's the end the yeah we're done we'll see you next week i'm I'm drunk and i'm tired (laughs) i'm I'm watching my cat flop around on the floor it's the best he is a precious angel we'll see you next week for a new episode yes Bye bye Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Cody Mason. Visit us at our website or so they say pod.com 
where you can donate to our Patreon or PayPal, check out our merch at redbubble.com, and find links to all of our social media. Episodes can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. If you like what you hear, don't forget to leave us a glowing review. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.